to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this man back. He is the boss over at the Article 3 Project. It's a Mike Davis. Mike, how are you? Good to see you. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate having you on. I want to get into the Trump stuff in New York because it's Letitia James obviously just going after the Trump family. I don't know how, how well, well read you are into this, but basically what she said was, or this judge agreed, is that Trump somehow is overestimating his wealth, overestimating how much this stuff that he owns is worth, and therefore is uh, some big fraudulent guy. Is that what you took away from this, too, what they're trying to allege? This is a garbage lawsuit by New York Attorney General Tish James, who campaigned on the fact that she was going to get Trump. And then she went to this Democrat New York judge who's used to getting reversed many, many times by New York appellate courts. This Democrat New York judge decided that he was he was just going to say Trump committed fraud. He was he wasn't going to have a trial, let alone a jury trial. He was just going to say Trump committed fraud and take away Trump's business license, business licenses in New York and maybe put in an independent monitor to run the Trump organization. Here's the deal. It is it is not a fraud. Even if what what this James is alleging is true, it's not fraud. Remember, President Trump paid back sophisticated Wall Street banks in full with interest. There's no damage. How could there possibly be fraud if he paid them back with interest? And they're saying part of the fraud is, is that Trump said Mar-a-Lago was worth, you know, a billion dollars or three quarters of a billion dollars to these banks. And this New York attorney general and this New York judge says, oh, no, 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 it's not worth three quarters of a billion dollars is worth a billion dollars. It's only worth $18 million. That is ludicrous. A tennis court at Mar-a-Lago is worth more than $18 <laughs> million. He has like 20 acres of prime land on Billionaire's Row. I think it's the only land that touches both the intercoastal waterway on the west and then the ocean on the east. It's clearly worth a billion dollars or at least several hundred million dollars and not yes. 18 million dollars and regardless if there is a factual dispute about the valuation of mar-a-lago that is for the, the 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 court and a jury to decide in a trial not for the judge to decide before a trial well it's actually for the bank to decide before giving a loan because that's the collateral and mar-a-lago literally means in spanish from the sea to the lake so it does it touches both sides i've been there it's a beautiful place on that part of palm beach i'm from palm beach county but i wasn't from the ritzy part um that part of palm beach that home is worth hundreds of millions of dollars. You're, you're spot on. Not 18, you couldn't get that house for $18 million. I don't care who you were. It, it wouldn't, it would have been $18 million maybe in 1920. So, I mean, that doesn't make any sense. But even if he overestimated how much it's worth, isn't it up to the, to, to the, the place, the institution that's loaning the money to decide whether that's legitimate collateral? They just took, like when I go and buy a car, I don't tell them how much I think it's worth. They tell me how much they think it's worth, and then we either agree or we don't. He's got actual contract law on his side that both sides agreed, did they not? Yeah, I mean, when you, when you produce the financial disclosures in almost all of these cases, it says right on these financial disclosures, don't rely on our representations, do your own due diligence, do your yes. own research. And do we really think that these sophisticated Wall Street banks were duped? On no. this? I mean, it's just, it's absurd. And remember, Trump paid everyone back 
with interest and not even any defaults whatsoever. There's no. It's, it's, it's not like a bank. No bank sued him for fraud, right? No, there wasn't. A, there was not an institution. It was Letitia James at the the attorney general's office and this ridiculous judge deciding we're going to call him a fraud, even though nobody else said he was. Yeah, this is part of Democrat lawfare against President Trump. It's about election interference. They did this with their two bogus impeachments. There are uh, their four bogus indictments for non-crimes, and that now this civil fraud lawsuit for the non-fraud of paying back sophisticated Wall Street banks in full with interest. They are so scared that President Trump is going to beat Biden or Newsom or Michelle Obama like a drum on November 5th, 2024, that they're running this election interference. They're running this lawfare. It sounds like they're trying to take everything they can from him. By the way, article3project.org is the website. Go there and follow Mike everywhere over on Twitter. He's got an incredible page where he gives great threads with uh, very important information. When it comes to this, I mean, the, the story from the left is, hey, they might even confiscate Trump Tower. Mike, can that happen? Well, I mean, they, they could do. this is the kind of stuff that you do in third world Marxist hellholes like New York, D.C., and Atlanta. So, you would, I, I wouldn't put anything past these Marxists. Again, not our parents or grandparents, Democrat Party, not liberals who love America and just disagree with conservatives on the best way to get there. These are leftists. These are Marxists. They hate America. They hate due process. They believe in this politicized and weaponized justice system. They don't believe in equality. They believe in equity. They don't believe in free speech. They believe in censorship. I mean, we're dealing with a whole different ballgame here with today's Democrat Party, and that is why it is so critical that conservatives, that independents, that right-thinking Democrats get out and vote on November 5th, 2024, and actually mail in your vote and make sure it's counted weeks before November 5th, 2024. MR, um, MRDDMIA over on Twitter, he's oh, a great follow. It's Mike Davis. Go and follow the Article 3 Project as well. Has any of this hurt Trump? They keep on saying four times indicted, twice impeached, and now guilty of rape and fraud in civil in civil cases. Has any of this hurt him? No, uh, he's Teflon Don. It's only helping him. I mean, we look. Well, I I keep calling President Trump Tupac. We just you know we just found Tupac's murder right. or one of the murderers apparently today. But it's only helping him, Joe. We've been talking about this for nearly fourteen months. That yes. this lawfare that started last August with the unprecedented, unnecessary an unlawful home raid on a former president for having his presidential records in the office of former president, which is allowed by the Presidential Records Act. We have been saying for 13, 14 months, this is only going to help President Trump. It's going to, it, it, these, these indictments won him the primary and they're going to win him the general election. It's Mike Davis. We appreciate him coming on. Uh, Mike, I think that we've talked about this. The one piece of any case anybody has is what Jack Smith has. According to Alan Dershowitz when I had him on, and you and I have talked about this, I think, but I want to revisit it, is the, the one case where President Trump allegedly is holding up a piece of paper saying, yeah, this is classified, probably should have declassified it, but I can't now. Even if he says that, it, it, and he might have been holding a napkin for all you and I know because it's on audio tape, not videotape. But even if he says that, he's still covered by the Presidential Records Act, right? Yes. Any document created or received by the president or his White House staff uh, is a presidential record. It does not matter whether they're classified or not. They're presidential records. They're subject to the Presidential Records Act, not the Espionage Act. And under the Presidential Records Act, presidents can have a take a uh, take as personal any record he wants and they are deemed personal under the Clinton Sakura case but even if they are presidential records that still belong to the government he can access 
his presidential records any time he wants. And so I think in order to show espionage, he would have to show that he took his presidential records and not only showed them to someone, but he showed them to an enemy to hurt America. And that's they just have no evidence of that in this case. This is bogus. Clinton had eight years of highly classified audio recordings, 79 tapes stuffed into his sock drawer. And this Obama judge correctly held uh, that these are presidential records under the Presidential Records Act. Uh, uh, th- these are personal records, not even presidential records. These are uh, that President Clinton deemed these personal records under the Presidential Records Act. And so he's allowed to have them case closed. There's not a criminal component to the Presidential Records Act. Do we really think that we can trust a president of the United States in the Oval Office with our most classified secrets and the second he leaves, we can't? That is a silly argument. That's that's actually a great point. Jack Smith, is he trying him on espionage or the Presidential Records Act? Which one is he going with? He's going under the Espionage Act. Because he knows he's got nothing on the other one. Well, there's no criminal component to the Presidential Records Act. He doesn't even cite the Presidential Records Act, and that's the problem. Jack Smith is a the political scud missile uh, who Democrats send, to, send in to take out Republican presidential or right. vice presidential candidates. That's what he did with Virginia Governor Bob McDonnell in 2016. It took several years for the Supreme Court to ultimately reverse Jack Smith unanimously. That is very hard to do. It was eight to nothing. It would have been nine to nothing, but Justice Scalia died. Jack Smith managed to get reversed unanimously in a criminal corruption case. He got banished to the Hague, and he should have retired from the practice of law because he's such a disgrace. So Joe Biden brought him back to take out President Trump. They don't care if the Supreme Court ultimately reverses Jack Smith again. They just want to take out President Trump before November 5th, 2024. And guess what? As we're seeing with the polling, this is backfiring. Teflon Don will be back in the White House after November 5th, 2024. Founder, president of the Article 3 Project, it's Mike Davis. Go to article3project.org, go check out more. Follow him over on Twitter and elsewhere, M-R-D-D-M-I-A. Um, you said there's no evidence, and you've made that provable. You have proven it to me over and over. I, I have proven it to my audience over and over. There's no evidence against Donald Trump. Yet yesterday you had this person, Representative Crockett, who went through what she's saying is solid evidence of real problems in all the indictments of Trump. While her side, the left, uh, including really smart people, keep saying there's no evidence against Joe Biden. Are you happy with what you've seen so far in the first couple of days of the inquiry into impeachment? I am, and I think that House Oversight Chairman James Comer is doing a very good job of very methodically laying out the case, not overplaying his hand, not overselling his case. And he laid out the case yesterday. It was almost like a grand jury proceeding. Or is there enough evidence here? Do we have probable cause to move to criminal charges? And I think that they established probable cause to open an impeachment inquiry, right? And with this impeachment inquiry, they are going to continue to subpoena these bank records, including Hunter Biden's and James Biden's bank records. Right. And those bank records could show that Joe Biden benefited from these tens from this tens of millions of dollars that came in from China and Ukraine and Russia and Kazakhstan and all these other hell holes, trouble spots around the world. It seems like to every Biden family member, uh, you know, except for the five-year-old granddaughter who they finally claimed after five years of political pressure, what services did the Bidens provide for 20, 30, 40 million dollars? And that's why this impeachment inquiry 
is so important because guess what? We could have a compromised president of the United States subject to black mail by our enemies. There are 17 audio recordings, 15 with Hunter, two with then Vice President Joe Biden, uh, allegedly shaking down a $10 million bribe from Burisma, right? And guess what? This Burisma executive could be a Russian asset. So that means that wow. Vladimir Putin could have blackmail on the president of the United States. And guess what? Maybe that's why Vladimir Putin decided to invade Ukraine twice under Biden's watch. When he was vice president, Obama put him in charge of Ukraine. Putin took Crimea. Four years of peace and prosperity under Trump. Guess what? Biden's back. Uh, Putin's trying to take the rest of Ukraine. That That's $10 million bribe of the Bidens could cost Americans $100, million, $100 billion and counting, a 10,000 times return for Ukraine. Wow. It, it is, uh, it's often, it's mentioned actually for the, for the first time, that's where you and I saw it, in the FD-1023. Uh, Mike, is it your belief that Senator Grassley and or uh, Representative Comer have these tapes and they're waiting to drop them or do they not have them yet? I, I think that uh, I know that my former boss, Chuck Grassley, is the king of oversight. Yeah. He's like the Obi-Wan Kenobi, and <laughs> James Comer's is Luke Skywalker. They yes. are a very powerful team, and I guarantee you that they're not overselling anything. And I guarantee you at the end of the day, there is going to be evidence that shows that Joe Biden benefited from these foreign bribes uh, to Ukraine, to, from Ukraine, from Russia, uh, fr from China, from all over the world. And guess what? What is what is the Democrats plan B when it comes out that then Vice President Joe Biden was taking foreign bribes? Now, it's a great question. So I've got to ask you this. Is there any water to be carried at all by a Dan Goldman when he says something as stupid as he was just telling the illusion of access to the vice president, not real access. I mean, we know they he visited business partners in the White House. We know that he showed up at some dinners. We know that he called in 20 times. Is that selling illusion? Do we really think that China is that stupid? I mean, China is no. eating our lunch. Do you think that China is going to give Hunter Biden this crackhead buffoon loser millions of dollars to buy an illusion? Do you, I mean, do you, just like they're just like they're buying Hunter Biden's paintings. Do you think that people are really buying Hunter Biden's paintings because they think that he's a great artist? They're no. buying influence. And guess what? Joe Biden admits on tape because he's so stupid. He admits that he called the Ukrainian president and said he was going to cut off a billion dollars in U.S. aid if the Ukrainian president didn't fire the Ukrainian prosecutor investigating Burisma and the Bidens. What Biden left out was the $10 million bribe that Hunter and Joe Biden shook out of the right. Burisma executive. But guess what? We have those 17 tapes, and I imagine those are going to be coming out at some point. Well, he admitted the extortion. It's Mike Davis. Go and follow uh, Article3Project.org, Article3Project.org. I know you had to go pretty soon here. But Nancy Mace from South Carolina said it could be as much as $50 million received by the Bidens. Is that is that is that possible? Yeah, I mean, it sounds, it sounds like it's possible. We're talking about cash, diamonds, Porsches. I mean, who knows what, what they have? They're going to find this money, right? They're going to find this money. Right. I don't think that Joe Biden's going to make it till the end of his administration. Well, I would imagine you're, you're dead on right about that. All right, so so quick thoughts, and I'll let you go. Is it Gavin Newsom? It's not Kamala Harris, right? Is it Michelle Obama? Who, who are we looking at here? This is a perfect opportunity for Joe Biden to get rid of this Kamala problem. They can say, look, Diane Feinstein. Make her the senator? Yeah. Send Kamala Harris as back to California as a senator, you don't have to do anything as a senator, just show up and vote. So Kamala Harris is just a total buffoon. She can do that. Maybe then Biden can pick Michelle Obama as his VP 
nominee, the Senate confirms her, the House and the Senate would confirm her, or they could confirm her, and, uh, you know, Obama, Michelle Obama is lined up, ready to go, or maybe it could be the rattlesnake Gavin Newsom. I saw him on Fox News during the Republican debate. Uh, you know, he's he's very charming like a rattlesnake, so who knows? It could be Gavin Newsom. Mike, we appreciate you jumping in the chair today. Founder, President, Article 3 Project, Article3Project.org. Mike, we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, we're back after this. Stay right here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Great to have you. Thanks. We love having Mike Davis on MRDBMIA over on Twitter, and I think on other on other outlets as well. I know he's on Truth. He might be on Getter as well. But uh, he's got the Article 3 Project. Article 3, it's the number 3, dot org. Go there and see all the incredible journalism. Again, Mike used to work with, uh, with uh, the Senator Grassley out of Iowa. Mike's from Iowa. And also used to work in the Supreme Court. So he's got a lot of insight, a lot of information, and what he says you can rely on when it comes to the Presidential Records Act, he's the first guy that told me about that and how Trump is covered by all of that. All right, so uh, go and check him out everywhere. Do me a favor, also check out the short videos. A lot of you are starting to find the show, the actual radio show, from the short videos where I just give you 30 seconds or a minute, maybe even a couple of minutes on a topic and yell, come on, at the end of it. You can find them at Joe Talk Show, J-O-E-T-A-L-K-S-H-O-W on YouTube. We're growing. There are about 67,000 there now. We want to get 100,000, make them send us a plaque. So it's Joe Talk Show there. Also, Joe Talk Show on Instagram. So go and follow there. Make sure you do. On TikTok, it's Joe Pags, J-O-E-P-A-G-S. I know about the threat from China. I've got a separate device where I do all my TikToking stuff. I'm taking advantage of the fact that there were a lot of conservatives on there and a lot of Trump fans on there, and it's an interesting place to be. you got to be careful, though. So, again, if you're on TikTok, it's Joe Pags. On Instagram and on YouTube, it's Joe Talk Show. Go and take everything in. I also post all of my videos up on Rumble. So you can see Michael Franzese from yesterday, Michael Seifert from yesterday, Tracy Beans from yesterday, rumble.com slash Joe Pags. Appreciate you hanging out. You want to get through on a free speech Friday, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. If you can't get through, no problem. Go to the website, JoePags.com. Scroll down, click on contact, and you get through to us. Next hour, Jason Rance, talk show host, and a whole lot more on a free speech Friday. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show.